anointing upon your life in Jesus' name. Amen. Daddies and mommies, brothers and sisters, good morning to everyone. Good morning, good morning. Good morning. Morning, Pastor Camilla. Pastor. Pastor Molola. Good morning. Good morning to everyone. So, if I don't call your name, don't say ah, she's partial. She's not partial because what I'm ministering this morning and what the Lord has given me this morning is really talking about us dwelling together, dwelling together. Hallelujah. Together. How happy we shall be. Through all eternity, for we shall dwell together, my Lord and I. We shall all dwell together, and as we are in this present world, we must dwell together. And on this platform, we must always dwell together. Amen. Our minds should be the same on this platform. Hallelujah! Amen. Let's just sing this song to worship our God. You are the mighty God. You are the great. You are the mighty God. You are the great. How excellent is your Eternal Father, how excellent is your name. King of kings and the Lord of lords, we worship you. Thank you, Father, because you are faithful, you are good, you are kind. Thank you for putting us worthy in the land of the living this morning. That if we exalt your name, we by you. Father, we thank you for bringing us together even on this platform. Father, Lord, you, you made this platform a place of, of, of prayer, a place of meeting with you. Father, we thank you. For those of us who have counted worthy to come even in the morning every day to meet with you. Lord, we appreciate you. Thank you for the prayer chat this morning. Thank you for your grace upon our lives. Thank you because we know that we know that you continue to keep us together in unity in the mighty name of Jesus. My Father and my God, even as we hear your word this morning, let your word minister life unto us in Jesus' name. And Father, Lord, we will not hear the eloquence of men, but we hear your voice and your voice alone in the mighty name of Jesus. Let your word this morning help us, O God, and propel us to, 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 to divine actions, O God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Hallelujah. I say good morning to every one of us once again, in Jesus' name. And the topic before me this morning, even though this message is dwelling together, dwelling together. I'll quickly read from Philippians 2, verses 1 to 11. 
Philippians 2 verses 1 to 11, and I'm reading the NLT version. Is there any encouragement from belonging to Christ? Any comfort from his love? Any fellowship together in the spirit? Are your hearts tender and compassionate? Then make me truly happy by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other, loving one another, and working together with one mind and purpose. Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourselves. Don't look out only for your own interests, but take an interest in others, in others too. You must have the same attitude that Christ had. Though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died in a criminal's death, and died a criminal's death on a cross. Therefore, God evaluated him to the place of highest honor and gave him the name above all the other names, that at the name of Jesus, every nail should bow in heaven and on earth, under the earth, and every tongue declare that Jesus Christ is Lord to the Amen. glory of God the Father. May the Lord bless the reading of his word in our hearts in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 The song says, bind us together. Bind us together, Lord, with cord that cannot be broken. Bind us together, Lord. Bind us together in love. And another one says, let there be love shared amongst us. Let there be love in our hearts. Let this love sweep our hearts. Cause us, O oh Lord, to arise. Give us a fresh understanding of brotherly love. Amen. That is, let there be love shared amongst us. Let Amen. them go. Exactly what the Lord wants us to do. Dwelling together. To start this message, therefore, this morning, there is need for us to understand the key word. Dwell together. Or dwelling together. The word dwell means to live somewhere or to remain for a time to continue thinking, writing, or speaking about a particular thing. You dwell on something. You dwell in a place. So, dwelling to dwell, dwell. And to dwell is to fasten one's attention on something, especially when you are persistently keeping watch about things. So, dwell to dwell. And dwell to dwell on is for you to linger on something. Take a thought and think about that thought. Think about that thing for a while. Just dwelling on it. And you are just thinking about it. You are not changing your mind. And when you talk of dwelling, it's like a shelter, a house where you are living. So you see there are different meaning of different things to, to, when you talk about dwelling. And when you talk about together in companionship or in close association, when we talk about together. And when we, in the in the aspect of together, to dwell together will require us to be in one love and in one unity. If we are not in unity and in love, then there is no way we can say we are dwelling together. As we've come on, as we always come on this platform every morning, there must be the unity. And that unity is what binds us together to be able to pray in oneness. If there is no unity, when Pastor Camilla says, speak grace with me i will say no it's love you will speak when the pastor Emmanuel says oh yeah everybody say hallelujah and the pastor Felicia will say no say glory that is disunity but because we are in unity 
Whenever anybody says hallelujah, we all say hallelujah. When they say let's pray and say grace, we all say grace. Nobody say another thing. So what exactly do we mean by love and unity? Love is an intense feeling of deep affection. Deep affection. And that is expected even as we are and as we come together as one in our homes, in the church of God, even among friends and families. Unity is the state of being united or joined as a whole. And that is exactly what we have here. We are here as a whole. And we say, uh, uh, what do we call ourselves? Good morning, Jesus platform. Good morning, Jesus. So we are in unity. And you know Jesus himself is a man of unity, a man of love. So unity will foster our togetherness in the place of prayers. And we encourage our fellowship with one another. Love and unity is the ultimate sacrifice of humanity to grow in life and prosper in all manners, in all matters of life. Therefore, for us to dwell together, we must be in love and unity. Then in the context of this message, dwelling together, according to my own definition, from all that I have, I have, I have said, according to my own definition, dwelling together in love and unity, is living in a place cooperatively with each other in close association with a very strong feeling for each other and having oneness of mind. If we don't have oneness of mind, we can't come on this platform. So if anyone comes on this platform and your mind is not agreeing what, with what is being done on this platform, then we are just wasting time. So your mind should be agreeing at all times when you come. If your mind is not agreeing with, ah, oh, it's so-so and so that is leading prayer today. Mm -mm, me, I'm not called for that one. Then you are not meant to be on the platform. So our love and our unity should cut across every aspect of our lives. It should cut across everyone, even on this platform. When anyone is ministering, your mind is there, your spirit is there, your soul is there to listen and to be ministered to. So unity is expected. Love is expected in our dwelling together. What are the expectations? Expectations of our dwelling together as believers and as members of one body. That is the body of Christ. It is expected of us to live cooperatively together in close relationship with strong feeling of affection for each other and having one mind. So according to the passage that I have read this morning, number one, we are expected to live in harmony with each other and to accommodate one another. One, we must encourage each other, according to that passage. He said we must be a great encouragement to one another as children of the same father, belonging to one family, encouraging one another. There are different ways we can encourage ourselves. Like when we come in the month, Pastor Emmanuel, we say everybody greets. Even hearing that greeting alone, it goes a long way to minister grace. It goes a long way to touch one's heart. It 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 tear up fellowship again. Apart from us praying, our greeting alone tear up fellowship, tear up togetherness in our hearts. Number two, we must always ensure that we stand by each other and be a great comfort to one another, expressing genuine love. Genuine love. Our love must be genuine. It must be suiting comfort to others in the face of trouble at trying times. So we must express that love. 
we must stand by one another. And that is not only standing in a in just saying I'm standing by your side. When we say standing by one another in situations that we find ourselves and you have knowledge into it, then you stand by that person. If it's in the place of prayer you want to stand, or if it's in other aspects of support you want to give, it may be the words of encouragement. It may be just helping someone to do something. Oh, like those of us who are maybe you are in the same environment and someone needs a child care and you are not going anywhere, you are home with others. You can now say, okay, you can bring that child. I will take care of her for you till you come back. It's part of standing. Maybe someone is in one situation that is terrible or that is that requires uh, some help to be given for this situation to, to be rectified, for this person to come out of this trouble. And we are able to give that help. We give. Or we are able to encourage that individual genuinely. Not the one we do today and say, if not for me, tomorrow. No. Genuine one, genuine law. That we must, we must ensure that we fellowship together in the spirit of Christ. That is a oneness, having the same mind. Just like I have said before, if your mind is not here, don't ever bother to come. Because if you bother to come, you might be not be helping yourself because there will be no blessing in it. So if your mind is here and you are here, you just have to walk along and agree with everyone, even as we pray. And whosoever, no matter who is leading the prayers, we must have a tender and compassionate heart towards one another. Always show kindness every day. Care for one another without any negative thoughts or feelings. We must always be happy with each other. Always in agreement with one another. Oh, I said without any hypocritical questions or feeling. Celebrate each other. Celebrate one another. Not until I know you very well before I can celebrate you. I know many of us, we don't know ourselves, but when we come on this platform, especially when we have the opportunity of saying, greet one another, that is part of celebration, celebrating each other. Let's celebrate one another. Number six, we must love one another genuinely with the perfect spirit of Christ, without animosity, the agape kind of love. In John 3, 16, he said, for God so loved the world, he gave, he gave, he gave his only son. So what are those things that we can give? We can give our love. We can give our care. We can give our kindness. We can give some other things. It may be in monetary time. We can, we can give our encouragement. So let's always give. Romans 12, 9 says, don't just pretend to love, to love others. Really love them. Really, really love them. That's genuine. Hate what is wrong. Hold tightly to what is good. Love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. And John 13, 13, 35 says, so now I am giving you a new commandment. Love each other just as I have loved you. You should love each other. Your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. How are we doing in that environment? Can it be said that we are disciples of Christ? Let's check into our love life. Do we love one another genuinely? Do we really love? Oh, we are just hypocritical in our love. Oh, Pastor Emmanuel is there. Let me show love to everybody. Mm -mm -mm. This love must not be in respect of person. It must be genuinely one. We must work together as one, having one mind and purpose and aiming to achieve a goal. We must not be selfish, but rather have the mind to seek for the good of others. Always have others in mind. 
when the opportunity arises to get some benefits. When opportunity arises and we have privilege into that opportunity, and you know your brother or your sister can benefit, can be part of it, can benefit from it, why not? Why not reveal the knowledge of that opportunity to others so that others can participate? And the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. We must not try to impress others, but rather see to do the will of God and glorify Him, doing according to His commandment and to please Him, as in John, 1 John 3, 22 says, and we will receive from Him whatever we ask because we obey Him and do the things that pleases Him. So don't not impress others. Don't try to impress others, but rather doing the will of God. Is this what God desires? Yes, I will do it. Not because I want that brother to, or that sister or whoever is looking to, to see that okay, I can do this thing. No, not to impress others. So anything we are doing, if we are, our motive of doing it is to impress Sister A or Sister B, please forget it. Don't do it because there will be no blessing in it. So let's always do the will of God and glorify God. Number 10, we must allow humility to rule our lives. Be humble wherever we find ourselves. Luke 14, level says, for those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. And Proverbs 16, 19 says, better to live humbly with the poor, poor than to share plunder with the proud. So be humble. In our words, let's be humble. Let our words not be rash towards another. In our actions, let's be humble. Let our dressing be humble with humility. Let our relationship, let's do it with humility. And the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Always think of others as better than ourselves. It's just what we have read from that passage. Let's always seek good in others and seek their progress. Let's think and see others in a better position than us. Even when we think we are better, never look down at others with the same height. One aspect of Proverbs 20, one part of it, I can't remember the verse, it says, don't be friends with only, uh, with, uh, it said, try to be friends with ordinary people. Try to be friends with ordinary people. Don't think, oh, because like in our, in our society, they will say with the rich, are the friends of the rich. The poor are the friends of the poor. But the Bible is saying, don't be friends with the rich alone. Be friends with the ordinary people. Those you think that cannot give, give anything to you, let's be friends with them. So let's be friends with one another. Let's think more highly of others than ourselves. So we must not only look for ourselves, for our own interests, but we must stick and look for the interests of others. We must also seek for opportunities for others to do good, not only for ourselves. When we see or hear anything that would be, be of great benefit to others, let's make it known to them so that they can be partakers of it. We must have the same attitude like Christ. He said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. So let's have the same attitude of Christ, the attitude of love, of care, of kindness, self-control, forgiveness. Mm, I can't stress it. Forgiveness, it goes a long way. For you to say you love someone, more forgiveness must be there. For you to care for someone, forgiveness must be there. For you to be merciful, forgiveness must be there. As in Galatians 5, 22 to 23, when we look at all that is the fruit of the Spirit, 
we need to make sure those ones are parts of our lives. We must not see ourselves as the, as Lord over others. Don't equalize yourself with God. Yes, we must not see the opportunity given to us in whatever position we find ourselves to start lording it over others. Mm. Not only in the church, even in our workplaces as Christians, mm -hmm. how do we relate with others? Do they know that we are Christians? Can they call us Christians as they call the apostles in Antioch? Let's check. Let's not equalize ourselves with God or over the lives of others. We must also always endeavor as much as it lies within us to give up our deserved and divine privileges to others, especially when we feel something. It's something we can always do away with. If I have 50 pounds or 100 pounds and the other person did not have, and we need to get this thing and it costs 50 pounds, and this other man did not have, then I can, since it's not going to cost, I'm not going to use the whole money. And it's something I can give, then why not give? And I could see the example. It happens when we went to Israel, whereby I was just standing, looking. But one thing or the other, I didn't remember to call my bank to open my card for credit card to, so that I can buy some things. So I would uh, use the cash in my hand. So I want I was just start standing there looking at everybody. One of our sisters just came and said, ah, excuse me, you are not buying anything. I said, you know what? I forgot that I did not open my cash. And if I call them to today, tomorrow, they won't open it for me. She said, ah, excuse me. Mm -hmm. I should have thought. I said, I don't want to disturb anybody. We all came. We, I said, no, I have some dollars I can give you. And she gave me. It's not something she said, when we get home, you give me back. No, she just gave me. She said, go and buy what you want. I said, I only need social amount. And she gave me. And that is exactly what, what is being said here. Endeavor as much as it lies within us to give this our deserved and divine privileges to others, especially when we feel it's something we can always do away with or will not do any harm to us but we rather affect others negatively or harm them if they don't have such. Maybe if I don't buy those things, it may be, ah, I may just be saying, ah, if Alibia I knew, I would have bought this thing in Israel. Ah, Alibia I had the money. Oh, this and that. But thank God I was able to get that. So that is exactly what he's saying. When you have or you are being offered such materials, like money, and you know if you don't collect them, you will not feel it but you see that the next person beside you is, best, is in their need of such. So if I give you 50 pounds, you don't really need it. But someone is sitting beside you that needs it. Even if you don't want to collect it before, you can collect it and say, you know what, sister, have this and use it for what? That is what God is saying. Dwelling together. We must always ensure we take the humble position in the scheme of life. Don't always blow our trumpet for others to know that we are better than them. Sometimes we allow them to find out that when they get to our positions, it will be a surprise to them because how we have been relating to them in a humble spirit. They will say, hey, ah, this woman, I don't know. Ah, she's the general manager of that place. Wow. In fact, come and see the way she was just bowing, giving everybody the support, giving us the services that we needed. That is humble spirit. Not dragging ourselves in the mud. That is not humble spirit. Not uh, 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 having two knees and kneel down 
and uh, when you stand up, you 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 do like uh, I don't know how to say it in English. So, sorry, I didn't go to school in the afternoon. So you just you just tear your eyes and say, just let's do it for them. If we don't kneel down now, they will say we didn't kneel down. No, 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 that's not humble spirit. So humble spirit is just to, to give honor to whom honor is due, to respect people humbly, to, to, to make them feel that they want, they want human, not treat them shabbily. That is where you give humility, where you are humble. Let's always bring ourselves to the position of service, serving others without expecting anything back from them in all humility. We must also give service to others, knowing that we are doing to it to God, not to any other thing. And we must always ensure, we must always ensure we eat the same table from the same table, the sincere meal of the word of God, just like we normally do on this platform. Always we eat the same meal of the word of God and allow that meal or that word of God to always reflect in our lives, reflect in our behaviors. Let's not hear the word and forget about it the moment we have said the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let that word come, you know, like I normally do. I'll go back to that uh, page and uh, that recording and listen. So let's always do that and put the word to, to, to work in our lives. We must allow the word of God to be our standard for living, not the words of man. Whatever I have said here today, check it if it's in line with the word of God. If it's not in line, please drop them and pick that which the word has said. So whatever we hear at any time, let's always check it like Iberian Christians to see if they walk in line. So God will give us a far more honor and glory when we are able to fulfill the expectations set out for us in his word. In Philippians 2 that we have read. Therefore, we must all do, we must do all things to honor and glorify God our Father through His Son Jesus Christ. So, beloved brothers and sisters, daddies and mommies, whatever position you have as pastors, as ministers, as teachers, as choir members, as ushers, administrators, welfare team, musical instrumental team, children teachers, prayer warriors, evangelists, listening team, youth group, whatever group it may be, men's group, women's group, elders group, welcoming team, follow-up team, whatever you may be, sanctuary cleaners, and in any other group or positions you might be holding that I may not have mentioned, let's all work together as one. Don't allow any offense to linger in our hearts. Don't allow any offense to linger. Because sometimes even when we don't see ourselves, when we don't even know much, some of us might be on the other side and say, I don't like the way that sister say amen when they are saying, when they are talking. Oh, I don't like the way that sister when they are talking. I don't know, she, she's praised too long. It's, don't allow any animosity within us. Let's not allow offense to linger in our hearts for more than necessary. In that time, the offense has been committed. Let us see ourselves as brothers and sisters. Genuinely, let's relate to one another as Christ related with us, as with his disciples and with his Father God. Let us stand up for one another, giving the benefits of that. My brothers and sisters, this more, let us work together in one accord, allowing the love of Christ to propel us to action. 
as we relate ourselves in knowledge and understanding, so we may bring glory and praise to our Father. As we have read in Philippians, according to Philippians 1, 9 to 11, it says, I pray that your love will overflow more and more, and that you will keep on growing in knowledge and understanding. For I want you to understand what really matters, so that you may live pure and blameless lives until the day of Christ's return. May you always be filled with the fruit of salvation, the righteous character produced in your life by Jesus Christ. For this will bring much glory and praise to God. In conclusion, I want to say finally, my brethren, Philippians 4 8, believers, whatsoever is true, whatever is true, whatever is honorable and worthy of respect, whatever is right and confirmed by God's word, whatever is pure and awesome, whatever is lovely and brings peace, whatever is admirable and of good repute, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think continually on these things. Center your mind on them and implant them in your heart. That is the amplified version. And we all know what the King James Version says. When it says, finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are honest, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things. And in the contemporary English version, he said, finally, my friends, keep your minds on whatever is true, pure, right, holy, friendly, and proper. Don't ever stop thinking about what is truly worthwhile and worthy of praise. Dwell together in unity. Dwell together in love. And I pray that the God of heaven will help us. This dwelling together is about it's not only on the platform. It's not only in the church. Also, it cuts across in our houses. Also, it cuts across in our places of businesses and work. Let's dwell together with people in unity. Let them see us and know that we are the children of our Father. And the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Brethren, I want us to just pray these few prayer points this morning. And pray that, Father, in any way I have been living contrary to the command of dwelling together. In any way, I've been living contrary to the command of love and unity. Please have mercy upon me and forgive me in the name of Jesus. We are praying. 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 We are
love and unity with the brethren. In the name of
to always seek for the good and happiness of others at all times. In the name of Jesus, Father, is able and empowered for the good and happiness of others. Therefore, I will be able to be at all times. Make me a great instrument of comfort and love in your charge to the brethren. Father, make me a great instrument of comfort and love to the brethren and to people around me. we are praying. Amen. Second to the last prayer point, one says, Oh Lord, on a daily basis, let my life glorify you. In the name of Jesus, on the daily basis, oh help me, Lord, let my life glorify you. My words glorify you. Let my thoughts glorify you. On the daily basis, we are praying. We want to say, Oh Lord, empower me and fill me with the fruit of the Spirit. Let me manifest them powerfully on a daily basis in my life. Oh Lord, empower me, oh God. Fill me with the fruit of the Spirit, oh God. Let me manifest them powerfully, oh God. Fill me, oh God, in my life. In the name of Jesus, let the fruit of the Spirit encompass my life, oh God. Now, Father, Lord, I will manifest the fruit of the Spirit, oh God. In the name of Jesus, we are praying. Amen. The strength to dwell together, the wisdom to dwell together, Father, the understanding to dwell together. Lord, we pray that you give unto us in Jesus' name. That Amen. Father, take on of our lives, O God. Our togetherness, O God, will not be questioned, O God. But Amen. Father, our togetherness will glorify your name. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' name, we are praying. Amen. Amen.